Good afternoon, everybody. Evening for those in Europe. Morning for those to the east of me. Whatever, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Untitled Gaming Studio Community Podcast. Folks, I am very, very excited to have you all here today because we've got a great topic and some very unique guests. As usual, I am your host, a fanatic for Bob Ross himself. It's me, the King of Extra Steps. And as we all know, everybody needs a little tree friend. So here's mine. It's the host. Always start with a wet canvas with a thin, even coating of liquid white. Liquid white. Indeed, indeed. Did I say that correctly? Getting off to a... I think you did. I think you got that spot on. That was good. (laughs) Uh, We've got a very interesting episode today. I hope you all appreciate our Bob Ross uh, uh, quotes and references because today we're going to be talking a little bit about art and its importance in the gaming community. Uh, first of all, though, real quick, uh, I want to make sure that uh, everybody knows what's going on with the podcast. We do have a little update ourselves. Um, we've been working hard with our marketing team uh, to devise a strategy on how to move forward with the podcasts and get them out there to the masses. We're very excited for the direction we're going uh, and be taking the podcast. And to start us off with that direction, we've decided that this episode is going to be the last live podcast. Live is the keyword. We appreciate you. Live. Live is the keyword, right? Right. We do always appreciate our live audiences. We love the interactions that happen with you guys, but we wanted a bit more creative control with it. Uh, so we hope that you guys will still tune in and listen and support us every episode. It's going to be on Spotify mm. and various other platforms. So, you know, check us out over there. Yes. Yes. You'll, you'll always be able to find us. Don't you worry. All right. With that being said, though... Let's go ahead and get into the good stuff. The reason why we're all here today. We're going to be talking about art, like we said, uh, related to our intro, you know, a little bit of talk about Bob Ross and his paintings, uh, a huge inspiration for many, of course. Uh, I tried personally to follow along with one of his episodes one time. It did not go very well. This is a skill that I am absolutely terrible at. Oh, do you actually go and follow along? I always just watch Bob videos to go to sleep. Well, sure. Oh, he's fantastic to go to sleep to. Absolutely. But his, just his episodes are... And just go to sleep afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good for that. His voice is very, very soothing. I will agree. Definitely. Yeah, but, uh, but they, are, they are like instructional videos per se. So you kind of got to follow along and, you know, paint your paint your little trees in the with the with the brush strokes and clean off every brush with a good whack into the water. Oh, the whack um, always gets me. Always get the whack. <laughs> I love it every time. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it it went okay. I I want to try again. Uh, but maybe we can uh, maybe we can get some tips and tricks from the artists that we're going to be talking to today. Maybe. Maybe. So, uh, without further ado then, I'd like to introduce our guests this afternoon. We've got uh, a couple artists here today, uh, 2D and 3D artists. So we're going to be talking about both mediums. Here they are. It is, first of all, I'd like to introduce Luke. Hi. Hi. <laughs> 
Wait, wait, wait a minute. Give oh them no. A moment. Oh, what have I done? Give them a moment. What there. have I done? Wait, guys. What? There are two of them. There are two Lukes. Yes, How did I get this confused? One of them has one extra dimension, so one of them is a 2D Luke, the other one is the 3D Luke. Am I That's right? True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I live on paper. Um, <laughs> okay, now we know the difference. Paper yeah. Luke and animated Luke? <laughs> Three Maybe. dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll we'll differentiate them by their uh, by their Discord username. So it'll be Luke Skywalker and uh, and then Pharaoh Luke. Yeah. Just so you know which one's talking, which one's which. Hey everyone, editor Brendan from the future. Sorry to stop the podcast. We just wanted to really quick address that there were some issues with this episode. The second Luke that Cam and Host refer to in here, his audio recording got corrupted, so he will unfortunately not be featured in this episode. So if you notice any strange cuts in the episode, that would be why. Anyway, we now return you to your regularly scheduled UGS podcast. So yeah, Pharaoh, Luke, what? Uh, who are you? What do you do for the community? Hi, so yeah, I'm Pharaoh, or another Luke, um, and I'm an art team lead, and I do concept artwork um, in the 2D space, so digital painting and all that kind of goodness. Um, yeah, anything from like sketching in my sketchbook to making images on the computer. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. How did you discover the Discord community? TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you as well. Uh, the yeah, name of the game. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that in May or June or something and joined the community and then came back in early August and have been an active member since then. Very cool. Yes, yeah, de- TikTok definitely seems like the place to be when uh, when looking for a community mm-hmm. to be in. That, that's super cool that the outreach has been so vast. We're getting plenty of uh, very experienced people in every aspect of the gaming community, whether it's uh, 3D, 2D art, or voice actors, or development teams. It's just the the, the talent is off the charts in this community. I love it. I love it. So thanks for being here, my man. Appreciate you coming out. Pleasure. To start us off, Luke, you, you, Luke, you told us a little bit about uh, uh, what you do for the community, but I wanted to ask, how did you get into art in the first place? Uh, this is a very long story. <laughs> well, it's not a long story, I suppose. It's just my whole life, I guess. I've always enjoyed <laughs> drawing and just haven't put it down, really. Um I almost put it down after college and going into university, but one of my housemates was on a drawing course. So we, I kind of followed his example of getting sketchbooks and keeping, keeping in the faith or whatever it is, <laughs> keeping practiced. Yeah. All so right. All right. So, so it was a, a friend that inspired you to get into this and, uh, well, and what? kind of. He, he, he kept it alive, let's say, in my university years with all those distractions, oh. yeah. I see, I see <laughs> I this see, thing just I reoccurring see. over and over again. It's always that one mm. person that's the inspiration for who you are today, right? Yeah. So previously we've had we've had people on yeah. writing, right? And they've had the same story. One person has inspired them to become a writer and so forth, and they've gone to be one. 
and now mm. I hear it again. So, yeah, I have a math equation to prove that. Person without <laughs> yeah. passion plus a very passionate individual who's can loving to share <laughs> his passion into well with others mm. equals another passionate individual who cares and loves to share his passion with others. Yeah, it's the sign of a good teacher, I think. Someone who can inspire people to take up whatever that is that they're doing. Oh, but art. You yeah, need man. serious skill yeah. to become an artist. Practice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Practice is definitely the way, yeah. That, that seems to be the way with any skill mm. that you uh, that you want to you make better uh, is getting that practice in uh, speaking of which how how often are you drawing as an artist like is this like a an everyday i have to draw kind of deal or is it just kind of more casual for you for me it depends because if i don't have a goal or because i so i study graphic design at university and that appeals to me because you get given a brief so you know what you're drawing um you know why you're drawing it so like generally i wouldn't actually be drawing that much um and that's kind of what attracted me to ugs was having like a purpose for your drawing and not just being like oh yes i guess i'm going to do like for you know 40 minutes of figure drawing today i actually have a reason to so actually since I've been with UGS, like I started a new sketchbook in August, like the 8th of August. And since then it's like half full already. And usually it takes me about a year or something to get through one. So like two months, half filled sketchbook. That's kind of, wow. Yeah. That is very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. What, uh, what what are some of those art pieces? Are they like project specific or just kind of like somebody gave you a small idea and you ran with it? Yeah. I mean, I've got um, sort of pencil sketches for the under the Arctic projects. And yeah, it's pretty much all UGS based. Um, I will kind of sketch like in the back of church or something, just sketch the backs of people's heads or um, I'm sort of in the process of making a, myself a waterproof poncho out of like wax cotton. So I've got designs of that in here and stuff like that as well. So, yeah. Okay. So the sketchbook is pretty much just anything that comes to your brain. You're writing it yeah. down. You're drawing it out. Yeah, that's it. Very that's a cool. good way to go about Very it. Cool. I've seen someone just now posted an image, Isaiah posted an image, united in Luke, the Holy Trinity, and pictures of the three Luke's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do draw sometimes. I do, you know, I'm an mm. artist myself. I, I'm good at only one part of art. That's it. Okay. And it's called abstract painting. That? Ah, yes. Nice. I like abstract yeah. painting. So what, cool. is there like a textbook definition of abstract painting or is that the whole point? That's is the that point. There isn't see, one and it's up to the person. As far as I know, there are guidelines that you can go off of. Like, for example, you would mm. do an abstract painting, but then you would have a certain color scheme or you would have a theme for your painting or maybe 
you want to be very mathematical and you have lines that equate to something in your brain or just go all out mm. and that would be yeah. considered abstract even children can paint abstract as far as i know so that's the only painting i can paint that's the only thing beyond that's that, great nothing so any tips and tricks and <laughs> how to you know get into painting things and how do i know what do i want to paint do i want to draw people mm. do i want to do scenes like bob ross and become the next one or do i want to you know just do scenery or i don't know yeah there's a lot yeah. where do you start where do you start exactly yeah. starting is a very hard point yeah i think it, it generally just starts with personal interest so um yeah if you enjoy abstract painting then that's totally going to be your thing like I did some abstract painting a couple years ago on like a canvas and I was just feeling really crap, but, but that actually came across in the painting itself because of the sort of colors that I subconsciously chose. It made it feel really like messy and distorted and dark, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess art is what you want it to be. It's a subjective medium. So, um, yeah, whatever interests you is if as, if you keep sort of going after that then over time you'll kind of you know your interests will change and you'll want to develop it more and stuff like that but um in terms of like if you want drawing skill like life drawing drawing people um is always a good place to start like and not to just be like getting mang how to draw manga things or whatever which is what i did in my teenage years and kind of wish that i'd not done that first um but yeah just getting comfortable with a pen and paper and you know being able to see something in your mind and then put it down on the paper is probably the most important thing to me um yeah oh well that's all interesting yeah, so I pick up a skill Pick up a skill and then yeah. just keep working on it, working on it. And then eventually you'll change interest and probably you'll have something else to do. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, on, yeah sort of on that point, I, I would I, like, like I said, I'm not very well versed in the art world. But, you know, when I do try, I feel like you're absolutely right, Luke, when you start with something that's solid and not alive like an inanimate object mm. if you like being able to start tracing that whether it be something as simple as like a piece of fruit mm. or a plant you know yeah uh, something like that is is a great way to be able to translate what you see in your mind onto a piece of paper mm. but also so if you agree. like yeah, if you find that's like boring and just totally not up your street, just draw whatever you feel like drawing. Um, oh well, of course, of course, it's up well, to the yeah. artist. But totally. Yeah, yeah I Absolutely, think drawing yeah. skill and um, is really undervalued, particularly in the UK and our our kind of education system. They don't really teach you how to draw, and I think that's really sad because it's useful no matter what kind of idea you have in your mind like being able to put something down on paper and have other people understand what it is i think that's i mean it's the basis of painting it's the basis of 
sculpture. Like if you can draw, you can do pretty much anything visual. Absolutely. So you so you're saying in the UK that they didn't offer like art specific classes for like painting or like sculpture? Like specifically at like secondary school, like middle school, high school uh, mm. sort of age, it's mostly sometimes you get a school with like a good art program, but it's usually based around fine art and um, conceptual art, which is more like um, I guess like people walking around in a circle and quacking like ducks. <laughs> kind of thing like you find out in around in a circle that's, that's cracking ducks yeah yeah it does sound quite abstract yeah <laughs> i mean that's beyond abstract <laughs> but yeah i mean but people's opinions of that kind of stuff changes person to person Oh, well, sure, sure. So, so what I'm what I'm getting from what you were saying is that your main medium for art is your sketchbook, is drawing and stuff like that, right? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, definitely. Have you ventured into like, digital art, like on uh, tablets and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use tablets, and uh, I've got my iPad with the Apple Pencil as well. Um, yeah, I, I do that whenever I need to make something a bit more solid and put color to something, I'll do that. But if I'm just doing quick sketches or something, my sketchbook is like the best place for it. Um, just And then just take like a quick picture and send it in chat or something. I've, I've seen a lot of comparisons between uh, artists that do uh, on paper art and then the same artist doing mm. a, a, a sketch on their tablet of the same sketch. And a, a lot of the time I feel like they say that the digital aspect of it makes it a whole lot easier to make the art. Would you agree with that or, or which one would you prefer, like paper or tablet? For the... For like drawing and sketching paper, um, hmm. I think I think being familiar with the way that your hands actually move on, you know, a real surface, and you know, using your whole arm to draw stuff as well as using your wrists. Um, I think that if you do that first, that that will just then translate into a tablet, but like, yeah. Well, I, have I mean, question. they both have their uses, but I would say that like sketchbook oh, first and then move over to digital. So Luke, when do you, when do you know that this piece of art is no longer 2D and it's a 3D? Because as I know, you can draw, you know, a 2D perspective of a person, right? But then you mm. can add depth into it that it might be yeah. considered 3D because you've added depth into it. Hmm. So yeah. when do, when I mean, do you draw the line that this is not 2D anymore, this is 3D, you know? I mean, I guess you can, you can make 2D look 3D. But... Perhaps it's when, yeah. so if I, if I made a 2D sketch and I wanted someone to actually make a 3D model of it, 
whether I could send them my 2D sketch and uh, they understand. Keyword is model. So when they are trying to model it, that's when it becomes 3D. Mm. As long as yeah. it's on a almost kind of two-dimensional you know, um, spectrum, then it's a 2D yeah. image, regardless whether yeah, it has so. depth or shadows or still a 2D image. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. You know, we were about to have a kind of <clears throat> smackdown, 2D versus 3D. <laughs> we, we were having these ominous thoughts, ominous thoughts, and unfortunately, well, Skywalker is not here, so... Well, he, he said he's going to be in the chat, so for any... You can smack me down in chat. <laughs> well, no, that that's not how it works. It's oh, it's a, a two-person universes. Yeah, okay. you gotta you gotta butt heads there. That's the whole idea. Uh. <laughs> He's already winning. Oh, He's well. like, I'm ah. going to smack him down there. Oh, you can smack me down. <laughs> no, <laughs> smack me down in the oh. in the in the chat, Luke. <laughs> but Luke is speaking to himself. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. As well, usual. um. It, Luke, I did, I did want to kind of ask you about uh, how your art can translate into video games themselves. That is, you know, kind of mm. why we're both here on this channel is to create a video game. So yeah. with with the art that you do, um, ha have you received any, like, really challenging, uh, uh, I guess, well, uh, 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 templates? It would be the wrong word, uh, but like... Uh, uh, like a brief? If somebody asks you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if somebody's asking you to create uh, a character, how do you go about envisioning that character or or place, uh, depending, um, and and putting that onto paper? What's what's kind of your process of doing that? Um, so I'll get like a a mood board up. So I'll be looking at reference online. Uh, make like a Pinterest board or something and just so for the current project I went and made a mood board of loads of uh, 50s style illustrations and architecture um, clothing fashion that kind of stuff and I'll kind of I'll start off by drawing them and then I sort of expand on the drawings and kind of bend them into something new so i might take inspiration from like a 50s leather jacket let's let's say we're thinking about uh, greece and john travolta's character with you know the white t-shirt with the leather jacket and the slick back hair um how far can we actually push those things before it doesn't before it's not a 50s illustration anymore so how much can we stylize the hair and extend the collar on the on the jacket or can we like crop the jacket and bring it up higher and how does that kind of look so kind of go through that kind of process of yeah trying different things out yeah uh, like I mentioned, I always have had a hard time drawing people, uh, especially. Mm. What uh, what would you recommend for me or anybody trying to get into this uh, to to start 
practicing getting facial features or mm. drawing hair, for example. I've I've always had a hard time with hair. What, what's your what's your recommendation there? I think King. I think so you should hair? start with drawing a stick figure, then a smiley face on the stick mm. figure, and then <laughs> you know time lapse that, <laughs> and then immediately a person. That's Incredible. how YouTube yeah, does it. it. Hit it with time lapse. <laughs> yeah, man. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? A time lapse from the beginning of someone's drawing career to the end. Mm. Yeah, you haven't seen the time lapse on, on YouTube. People doing all these time lapses where they draw a stick figure oh, and then yeah. a moment later, full drawing and nothing in between. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people are really making a great joke out of it. I really enjoy those. So, on a serious note, how to draw people's faces? How, how so there are some good put it in perspective. Yeah, so it'd be good if I had like a whiteboard. Um, but there are certain, just finding like proportions of faces will help you so much. Because um, there's, there's like a, a guide. So halfway down, if you draw like an oval or something, just for a, a crude sort of reference, and then halfway down the face, that's where the eyes will be. Um, or the eyebrows, it depends on your thing. But generally the eyes are in the middle of halfway down the head. And then you've got the nose halfway down it from there. So between the eyes and the chin, you've got the nose. And then halfway between the nose and the chin, you've got the mouth. Am Obviously, I the only that one kind of that changes. measured his face just now to check if my eyes are in the middle of my face? <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of put up my fingers as he was going down the list. Yeah, halfway down from here, halfway down from here. Okay, all right, all right. Go on. That seems fitting. So if you just, yeah, if you just learn those to begin with, and just practice drawing faces like that, then you can start once. It, so in art, once you know a rule and you can put it into practice you can then break it so uh-huh. you might actually squish okay. the facial proportions you might bring the nose further up so there but, are rules yeah okay but you're yeah. encouraging us to break them once you know once them you, then break them once you know them then you can break uh. them that's kind of the rule in art so with um if you're drawing a cup at an angle so it's not just flat 2D cup, there will be an oval shape that makes up the the rim of the cup. But sure. an artist might say, oh yeah, I know that, but I'm actually going to sharpen the edges. So it's actually, it looks hexagonal rather than ovular. Um, uh-huh. And they're all kinds of different ways of stylizing artwork. So that's um, why the stereotype yeah. has Once come you know up with artists so people always say artists are mental and well yeah. i'm not saying that they are but they might be and the reason for that <laughs> is the, the the rule in art learn the rules and then break them yeah yeah <laughs> yeah basically and if you succeed yeah. far enough you make your own rules yeah definitely and that's what that's how you start i think making your own style as well that's a mind boggle um, right there yeah so I, I i noticed that my dad's head sorry dad um <laughs> is kind of in the shape of an upside down bucket so his neck hmm. 
is flat, straight up. And then he's got like, the top of his head is flat and then his chin points out a little bit. Um, it's, oh, sorry, it's, this is a podcast, so it's really difficult to like, but basically, so I, I now draw heads as if they were upside down buckets. Um, and that just makes it easier for, that's a really quick shortcut um, that I use to get a head down really quickly. Well, Luke's dad, if you've ever listened to this, um, he's yeah. not a part of Apologies. the UGS podcast or pod squad. <laughs> and we did not tell him to say yeah. this. He said this on his own right. He's Nobody told him. So he's blame him. We love you, Luke. I'm a nice person. <laughs> I don't want to be included in this. Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of science, we shall know. Now we know. Thank yeah. you. So I don't refer to him as Buckethead, so... <laughs> that uh, that that does kind of remind me of uh, Cuphead, the the yeah. game. Uh, have you have you ever played that one? I haven't played it, but I've seen playthroughs of it. Yeah, but but you you get the general concept of the two oh, D yeah. scroller with that mm-hmm. with that sort of art style. Yeah, yeah. What uh, w- with that in mind, what are what are some tips that you could give uh, starting artists? to create their own style per se i know that's that's kind of a hard question to answer because Mm. you know everybody is their own individual but like for as you as the example how did how did you develop your own style is yeah i guess it's through observing the world and through your own lens and as we were just saying like making up your own shortcuts like i mean the the cuphead style in particular isn't original to the artists it's like a 1920s or whatever animation style so they've actually just adopted like a style that was popular a long time ago um but yeah i think it is just looking at things through your own eyes and making your own shortcuts um yeah so getting shortcuts is kind of kind of the way to skirt around yeah. all of those rules that you were talking about yeah yeah i think i think art in general and sort of being good at um 2d art is all about knowing what to draw and what not to draw so like if i've tried drawing my wife so many times and i fail so miserably every single time for whatever reason um But I learned very early on not to draw shadows on her face because it made her look like she had a beard. So, (laughs) and I was drawing with like permanent marker, like big thick markers. So there's, you can't rub it out or anything. So that's in one of my sketchbooks forever. Um, But so from then I knew not to draw beards. I mean, shadows on women. (laughs) If they're meant to have a beard, then mm. go for it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think the people yeah. around you have taken a toll upon you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, Luke's wife, if you're listening, I know you're more likely to be listening <laughs> to this than his father. Yeah. Again, yeah. she's sat across. We the did room. not yeah. say this to him. He just said that by himself. Yeah, I like, it's up to him, not us. Words. Sorry. Just, it had to be really out bad there. You know, her, it had actually. to be out there. Yeah. I've been drawing her on and off for like four years, and I'm still really bad at drawing her, by the way. So if you, you don't get it, then it's fine. 
Have you been trying some new methods of drawing? Like, for example, people usually draw with a pen or a pencil or a brush, but I've seen people draw with fingers and and other weird yeah. utensils that they use to draw. So have you have you have you gone into that? Have you seen you know the different expansions you can go upon and what you can do, or you've just stick with what you know and you draw with a pen and paper? Yeah, I, t- I tend to draw with either pen or pencil on paper, and then digital, and that's kind of it, really. Um, with the kind of stuff I like to do, it doesn't really make sense to try. I mean, like charcoals or um, grabbing a stick from outside and turning it into a a dip pen or something, um, or even painting in my book. I don't really do that at all, even though I could, but. Um, yeah, I tend to I tend to generally stick with digital or like pens and pencils. Yeah, I've always found that charcoal quite interesting. Just to see somebody mm. take ash and just like toss it onto a piece of yeah. paper, and then suddenly there's a face in it, and you're like, "What? Yeah. Uh, how? Yeah. I don't understand." <laughs> oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. King of extra steps. Actually, when I've I've painted my my room recently. And before really? before applying the actual paint, the entire room was pre-coated with white, so we can paint Makes on sense. it, right? And yeah, um, right. I invite someone because they said I want to paint the entire room, and I've let I've let them do their thing in there for about two three days. The next day I come into that room, it's filled to the brim with charcoal art. The entire thing, Ooh. the entire room. <laughs> so artists can incredible. Go, can go wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we you actually had a drawing party at university with my yeah. friends, course mates, and uh, we got a massive sheet of paper and put it on the floor of the kitchen, and we all had like charcoal and just started like scribbling on it and drawing on it, and making marks and. All that kind of stuff, and hung it in the in the lounge for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, never artists can never be heard of this a, a a drawing party. That sounds like fun. Is it like it a, is. just like a, a bunch of people getting together and you, you yeah. get a prompt and you go off of that? Or no, it was literally just like my friend John. All of his drawing course mates came round. You know, get some wine out and some drawing materials, and artists will just go for it. That it's sounds a like a fun. lot of fun. Yeah, I recommend it. Well, it does. It does. It, it, it kind of reminds me. We we have uh, these restaurants here in in the location that I live in right now. Um, there's there's a restaurant around the corner that offers a uh, not not a class, but sort of that same deal uh, of mm. a art party where you can go in uh, and paint and drink and eat and just have some fun. That sounds that sounds amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, you should definitely check that out. Honestly, I think I will. I I think I will go and try to create some art for UGS, really. If anybody wants to drop in, like, prompts for me, I'd be (laughs) happy to take them to this restaurant. Oh, we're going to make a UGS art party. Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. That's absolutely. Oh, it sounds like so much fun. I, I mean, don't know you if you can hear it through the microphone, but I'm doing the slow, excited clap. I mean, the little excited clap. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Well, uh, moving back to, uh, to video games as the, mm. as the specific topic, what uh, how how do you see video games when you play games or from an artist perspective? Are yeah. you just constantly looking around at the the designs of things and how things mm. interact with each other, or what, how do you, how do you play? Yeah. If if it's not visually appealing, I don't play it. Um, there's like a big reason why I played Destiny 2 and the first Destiny hey. as well was uh, purely because of the art style and how cool the the guns looked um, but yeah and also if I can't customize my character I couldn't care less um, <laughs> generally I'm, I'm 100% with you on that I like, love the character customization yeah. that's funny it's so important I, I greatly appreciate that call out or the the uh, destiny appreciation there. That's yeah. for those who know me. That's been one of my favorites for the last seven years that it's been out, and I absolutely yeah. agree. I love yeah. going into forums and looking at all of the concept art that they do mm. for some of these scenes. Like I've got I've got backgrounds on my computer that rotate out, and they're scenes from Destiny. They're concept arts, yeah. and I look at them. Like I'm I'm looking at one now in particular is uh, the the dreadnought from destiny one and i've got a concept art up there and it's just this sprawling space scene zoomed in on the side of this spaceship and there are just so many little details and it's just astounding to see all of the detail that goes into some of these concept arts is is are these art pieces sort of uh, like along your realm of expertise like do you do concept art and um, um, scene setting if you will I haven't quite ventured into that yet but I've definitely seen sort of becoming part of a UGS as a way to you know get involved in something where I can try my hand at it um, so that is I have to I did a couple of sort of environmental very rough sketches like on my iPad for the Under the Arctic project. Um, But yeah, that is something that I would like to get into a bit more. Um, Yeah. That kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier in, in painting still life with plants and fruits and stuff like that. I feel like that would be the first step in creating environmental pictures and like following along with Bob Ross videos, especially. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah. Just like, I mean, yeah. Bob Ross to some extent. I, yeah, I guess you'd have to like, cause he's got loads of different brushes as well. You'd have to have like digital versions of those to, which would know, be very easy to create. Did but. you know that Bob Ross started painting faces first and portraits of people? Then he became mm. what he's today, or what he's known today to be. Mm. Really? Cool. Oh yes, I've watched, I... I've seen every single episode of Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> every single show of that man, every single one of them. And I could tell you, he used to um. draw portraits of people and that's what he learned to draw. Then he became mm. the kind of scenery person, and he he's 
He's known for it today, and he's not known for drawing portraits, although that's where he started. Mm. Um, Luke, sorry, sorry to poke you over and over again with odd questions <laughs> that are personal to you, but it's just my my um, undivided interest of art. So, does or do artists have their own drawings and their backgrounds and you know doodles on their desk, or is this just a myth? I mean, I, I would, but we're not allowed to like hang anything in our flat, so I don't. It's all it's all contained in my sketchbooks. So if um, you if you had the chance to do that, would you draw yeah. your own walls? Oh, I would one hundred percent draw my own walls. Like, yeah, I really wanted to do that when I still lived with my parents, and they were like, "Nah." So uh, that's gonna yeah. When we get a house. At some point in the future, Maple will get a house. And I would love to draw on the walls. That would be awesome. And I'll let our kids draw on the walls as well, to some extent. So it's not a myth. Every artist wants to actually have the biggest canvas of their life. And they will yeah. just go all out on that single piece yeah. of canvas. Definitely. Yeah, solid wood furniture as well. Going to get some of that and draw into that. Get visitors to like make their mark in it and stuff like that. That would be cool. I love that concept. That sounds very cozy. Making your mark. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a youth hostel in Amsterdam, and all of their tables have scribbles in it. And it's just really fun. You can just go there with a biro and etch your name or whatever into it. It's great. That's super cool. I I love that concept of having just one big wall to be able to make art on. Uh, mm. For the longest time, I've wanted to make uh, like a chalkboard wall. Oh, cool! Yeah. And then I was I was thinking of having like a, a dry erase wall as well. But then, but then I, I I turn around and be like, well, I I want to be able to draw with pencil or with paint. So I guess. A, a canvas wall would be a thing, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how you would do it. Uh, yeah, a canvas would be quite difficult, but you could. Mm. I guess if you made your own custom canvases, and you could make really, really big ones, then you could like hang them up on the wall, and just change out the canvases if you wanted to. Yeah. But I think a chalkboard, personally, that would be a great. That would be awesome, right? Right. And you can that just paint so it. You can paint, get like chalkboard paint that you can just paint it onto your wall, and then you just need some chalk and a chalkboard rubber <laughs> thing, and you're away. Mm. Chalkboard the, rubber, <laughs> whatever it's called. What is it? Eraser. Yeah, the uh... eraser. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, that's the uh, English. <laughs> Rubber goes I, I, I heard pencil. that too. I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that was interesting. <laughs> Just get a chalkboard and, yeah, get a rubber and, yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, let's not get into <laughs> that for long. Eraser. Eraser. Yeah. That's all right. Well, excellent. Excellent. This is this has been very, very insightful. I'm very excited to, you know, practice my own art uh, as somebody who's been doing this for quite a long time. Uh, what's what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received from anybody to you know, inspire your art that you can pass along? Ooh. 
Well, the best advice that I didn't take was my mum telling me to draw things from real life when I was 13 or so. Oh, so she was recommending that you do sort of the still life or portraits and stuff like that. And you were like, yeah. nah, I, was nah, like, nah, I want to draw I want. manga. I want to draw anime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to draw this wacky hair and I want to get the proportions wrong. And <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I feel like I've definitely seen those manga how to art books on the yeah. shelves of my elementary school. That's a oh, you just unlocked a memory for me, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for the for the recommendations and the tips and tricks. Uh, I do real quick before we say goodbye for the afternoon. Mm. Uh, I'd like to open this up to the forum. Since this is our last live episode, I want to get some interactions from the community that's here listening to us. But in the meantime, um, last couple of questions from us, at least um, mm -hmm. in video games at least if you were I, I've just got a like a like a fun question for you if you were only yeah. allowed to play one type of game either a 2d platformer slash scroller or like a 3d FPS or like an adventure game which one would you pick mm. you just put the man against himself there King yes I did <laughs> You're the prisoner kind of and the jailkeeper of your own cell. I'm stuck between racing games and, oh. like, probably a racing game. Yeah, probably a racing so, game. So something with cars that you'd need to see all angles. Yeah. Of. So 3D. Yeah if, you, yeah, if you wanted to, like, do FPS games, then you could... I don't know, go for a a day to an airsoft place or something. Get your fix there. There's just not many places you can really, like, you know, mess around with cars and stuff unless you're actually a professional or have a lot of land. That's fair. Yeah, I, f I feel like a lot of yeah. people in, well, God, every aspect of video games is limited to their budget if you will. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think the people are, are angry because we have only 2D artists here. We have a 2D artist yeah, and not a 3D artist. So all I'm hearing in the podcast interaction channel is cricket noises. <laughs> silence. Absolute silence. Oh, Isaiah is typing. Well, of course, it's not a question. Isaiah typed LOL. So... I guess we don't have questions for you, 2D artist. That is okay. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I mean, we had plenty of I, questions today. I think I poked enough at you, so we're good yes, there. I'll be here for the foreseeable, so you can always <laughs> message me in the art section or whatever if you do actually have any questions. Well, thank you very much for being open to that. That's super cool that, uh, you know, somebody very experienced in this is willing to answer questions from new people. That's a, that's always great to have in a community. So thank you for that. Nice. Pleasure. All right. Well, hey, this has been very insightful. I've gotten a lot of tips myself on how to improve my art. So perhaps you might see some of that. 
sometime soon. Uh, mm. Luke, I'm going to be coming to you for uh, tips and tricks in the foreseeable future. I appreciate it. Man. That's great. I'll be ready with some feedback. My man. Excellent. Excellent. So guys, thank you very much for joining us today. Special thanks to Pharaoh Luke for joining us from the art team. Uh, thank you very much to the host for all you do for the podcast, my friend. You're very, very welcome. And I do everything in my powers, except I couldn't bring Luke back today, but that's, that's, that's his. true. You're, I didn't you, use your the powers of the force are waning. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Maybe, maybe next time. That's unfortunate. We'll, we'll have to train it. We'll train it. Don't you worry. We'll get the practice in. Practice makes perfect. That is one thing we learned today. Yep. That's what they say. Very good. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for our last live show. We appreciate you being here. We will see you in the next episode that should be coming out in about two weeks. Remember, guys, opportunity is out there. Go find yours. We'll see you next time. Oh, boy.